I'm excited. I'm super fucking pumped. Sometimes when we record this, I feel like I wish we had the um, intro music so that I could get pumped up. You know what I mean? Like, I know. But I'm pumped. And then we can make Millennium. Welcome back to the Millennium Medium. I'm Kate. I'm Lauren. And this is the podcast where we talk about spooky stuff. Spooky, spooky, kooky. Metaphysical stuff, weird shit, witches. Like, literally nothing is off the table. Nothing. Because every day we learn something new. We do. I feel. Okay, so, hello everyone, how are we? How are we? Oh Oh, man, there's a lot going on in the universe right now. We are still mid-pandemic. And I hear it's getting worse. Oh, well, Uh it is October. It is. Today is 10-10-2020. I know, right? We made it. Oh, we've officially made it. What are we talking about today? Oh, God. (laughs) Well, here's a a fun thing, is that when Lauren and I started this podcast almost like eight, nine months ago, this this was the first episode we wanted to do, (laughs) but we knew... We knew we could not do it first. We knew we had to wait. Yeah. Um, but the time is is nigh. And here we are. And today we are. my friends, my beauties, my babies, angels, buttercups, we chocolate gotta, chips. Yeah, we, I love those. I know. We gotta come up with a name for little M and M's. Stop. Little M and M's. Jesus, I knew it would Aww. come to me someday, and it just came now. My little M and M's. Look at that. Our little millennial medium fans. We're gonna <laughs> call you M and M's. You ready? I know when it's chocolate. God, because you oh, guys are perfect. so good, and you're so colorful, and you're sweet, and you're delicious after every meal. Yeah, a little palate cleanser. I know, right? I love it. All right, little M and M's. We've got a special episode for you today. We are talking about the Saturn return. Dun dun dun. <laughs> oh, Saturn returns. What's that? Have you ever been to Disneyland, Lauren? I have. Yeah, it's you know, been like almost ten years. But yeah. right, but the the mind never forgets a good Disney trip. Um, oh, you know the uh haunted mansion ride when you're in the elevator yeah. and he's like, there are no windows okay. and no doors, no. <laughs> and then he's like, and then but of course there's always my way out, right? And then um, the ceiling like opens up and there's somebody hanging from mm-hmm. that's terrifying. That's a Saturn that's return. Terrifying. The Saturn return is when the lights come on uh-huh. and you're that hanging skeleton mm-hmm. up there. Yeah, when he says there's no way out, that's Saturn talking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's Saturn talking. Okay, yeah, we're talking about Saturn returns today. So what the fuck is a return? Huh? We celebrate it? our solar return every year. Every year. Every and that's year. a little something called birthday. A little something called birthday. It's your birthday. Oh, I'm aging myself. Oh. Yeah. Because I don't think. It's it's your birthday. We're going to party like it's your birthday. We're going to sip a cardi. I think if we sing anymore, I have to pay for it. Okay. So a return is when any planet returns to the same degree in the sky as it was when you were born, right? Boom. boom. Yeah. Mic drop. I mean. Which is why you celebrate your birthday every year because that's when the sun returns to the place it was on the day you was born so your birthday can also be known as your solar return right people are like happy yeah. solar return you're like what the fuck are you talking about well that's how we track time here mm-hmm. in the physical world on planet earth because it mm-hmm. takes approximately one year 365 bad days for uh 
the Earth to get around the sun, or the, the sun to get around the Earth, depending on who you are. And different planets <laughs> take different amount of time. So how yeah, much yes. Saturn's the sixth planet in our solar system? Mm. And he's a big bad boy. He's a big fatty boy. He's huge. He's huge. He's massive. I, I wrote down some Saturn, little Saturn oh, facts uh, Can you, please. Of course. Yeah. So Saturn is the sixth planet. And Galileo, our boy Galileo, was the first one to see Saturn in his Ooh. telescope in 1610. And at that point, it became the furthest planet in our solar system. And it's 887 million miles from the sun, which is two times the amount of like distance from the sun as Jupiter. Oh. So Jupiter's like, what, 445 million miles from the sun? And million? million miles yes okay it's big out there it's a lot of space it's big out there and it's also huge it's got it's seventy five thousand mile diameter so it's one of those big boys damn it's huge yeah i also wrote down a little some more little saturn facts so it takes about 29.5 years to rotate around the sun hence that's why it takes so much time for you to go through your saturn return about. Yeah, because Saturn stays in one sign for about two years, two and mm -hmm. a half years is, is, what, yeah. is about how long it takes to get through that section of the zodiac. Um, yeah. Whereas the sun changes every month, right? Which is why every we go month, from yep. Capricorn to Aquarius and we go through all the all the signs. So Saturn makes its way through that same pattern, but much, much slower, 29 much times slower. slower. So the return of Saturn for everyone is between the ages of 28 and 30. Yeah. And it kind of starts at like about when you're 27. That's when it really starts to kick in. Okay. But then the meaty greedy. We call that like the shadow of the return, right? Like the, the right. pre-return. It's called the um, Saturn return shadow, right? When it's just kind of cusping into the return. And Saturn, so, okay, so we talked about Saturn as a planet, but as an astrological entity, Saturn is a bad boy. He's, oh. I can't remember who to credit this to. It might be the what, What's Your Sign Girls, but somebody once described Saturn as that teacher you have in high school who's a fucking asshole, <clears throat> but who, like, pushes you and teaches you, like, more than any teacher you've ever had. And you, like, hate them, but you also love what they've done for you. Yeah. This is Saturn. Meet Mr. Saturn. Um, Mr. Saturn. He's called the Lord of Karma. And... Mm -hmm. He's coming. It's a reckoning, I think. It's a reckoning yeah. of of all of all the things. Um, Saturn is the ruling planet of Capricorn, which we mm. know has this reputation of being kind of responsible and grounded. Um, I've heard people call it the like the mom of the signs, right? Um, the mom. See, I've heard the dad. Ooh, I like dad better. That makes more sense. I've heard like it's a cardinal. The big daddy-o. Um, yeah. I've also like Father Time. Yes. Well, that's, oh God, Saturn has also been called Father Time because it's all about reckoning with time and your existence. But in essence, Saturn in astrology really represents like dominance and power, change, conformity, being organized kind of at a slower pace. It really, yeah. I know it's a Capricorn. I know it rules Capricorn, but it kind of gives me Taurian energy. Like yeah, that's, well, that's definitely like, and I think it definitely 
throughout your entire life, Saturn's pretty slow. And then once it hits your Saturn return, that's when all those responsibilities really come to the forefront. Right. So I think that earthy, like, type of grounded energy. It's like a check-in. <laughs> and it checks in, all right. It sure does. Well, and here's some here's like the interesting thing about this is when I was reading about Saturn, I'll put the website that I got this on, um, but mm -hmm. this quote is, Saturn is the wise old man who sees right through your excuses and empty boasts. So when you're lying to yourself and to others mm -hmm. about what you're doing or how much progress you have or haven't made, um, Saturn's going to come check you before you wreck you. Yeah, yeah. Um, so... <laughs> Let's get into it. Everybody has a Saturn return, right? So yep. uh, if you are past 28, um, you've already had it. And if you're previous, God, girl, take heed because um, you'd be going into it. But if, if you're past your Saturn return, I think it'd be kind of cool um, to go back in your life and see between the ages of like 27 and 30, if there was anything really um cataclysmic <laughs> or yeah. um gigantic that happened in your life that kind of changed um changed the course of your trajectory or your life path or just kind of the way you view the world or even yourself and if you haven't yet hit your Saturn return get ready <laughs> i think that i think i learned about my Saturn return right when i was starting it so i there was I so not much time to prepare <laughs> but I don't think it's anything to be scared of. I think it's a rite of passage. Oh, definitely. They, they say it, it's a cosmic rite of passage. Like, that's Ooh, how it's known, too. That's kind of sexy. I like that. A cosmic I know. rite of passage. Like, your personal trainer. Mm. Like, a really sexy... Mm -hmm. I always think of it as a... Like, a even though I'm gay as hell, I think of <laughs> it as, like, a male... Like, a really buff male trainer that's here to kick your butt and look good doing it, mm. but... Like you love what do we to... think, like King of Pentacles vibes? Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. CEO, yeah, Big Daddy, mm -hmm. the boss, and responsible, you know? pragmatic, and grounded. Right. In addition yes. to being able to attract physical things, this this mm -hmm. energy is also responsible. Right. And so it kind of calls on you to assess those areas in your life when you get there. And if you're like Lauren and I, you are smack fucking dab right in the middle of your Saturn return. <laughs> My Saturn is I'm at, what are you at? You were just going to tell me, weren't you? We're the well, same. I was, I, was, <laughs> I, um, my Saturn is in Aquarius and yes. Saturn has not yet. It was in Aquarius for a little bit, but then retro, like it retrograded and that's a whole nother thing. But, um, I'm about to really start the nitty grittiness of my Saturn return. Cause I'm 27 and right. I turned 28 in a few months here <laughs> and boy, Oh boy, am I feeling it. <laughs> yours. Do you know what degree yours is at in Aquarius? It must be pretty yes, early. It's no, it's 15. So oh, it's smack dab in the in middle. The middle. Yeah. I'm at 2442 cap. So I started my return many moons ago and am still in her. Um, mm -hmm. and she crazy. Is she, she be crazy. But <laughs> essentially, we're just here to talk about um, kind of our Saturn returns because we are in them. Mm -hmm. And what is 
happening and kind of the things that we're we're reckoning with. So this is going to be sort of uh, more of like a story time. Caddy. So Caddy grab a drink, grab a snack, get cozy, and let's talk <laughs> about how much life can bite you in the ass sometimes. I think that ultimately, if it's not okay, it's not the end or whatever. And I always think back to when I was a kid and I begged God or whoever to make me tall and I used to lay in bed and I would have the worst growing pains in my calves. And I'm not tall, but I'm definitely not short. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I think growth, I don't know, just like that's a really elementary thing to look back on. But it just mm-hmm. reminds me that like, okay, it sometimes growth hurts. <laughs> uh, growing. I was just thinking about shin splints the other day too. Ugh. Same concept Ugh. of kind of like that learning in like your body and what it can take. And, and that's kind of like an earlier lesson, but, but it's all kind of rearing you up to fling yourself into adulthood. And isn't that what really the, the cosmic rite of passage is, is like, yes. Fling. I always think of the, you know, the, do you know the movie whip it with Ellen page? It's a uh, roller derby music. Or, no, I almost said musical. It's a roller derby musical. That would, that would be very oh dope. God. That would be dope as hell. Oh, wait, isn't that kind of like Xanadu? Oh, yeah. Aaron Roller true. That's true. <laughs> Xanadu. Um, but Whip It, the movie, it's about <laughs> roller derby and literally whipping. So that's why I, I think that Saturn also, like, takes your hand and you hold on to it and you got to trust Saturn because Saturn is going to whip you right into adulthood. Yes. And comes your second Saturn return when you're about, you know, 57. in your late 50s. So that's commonly what is referred to as the midlife crisis, right? right? Yes. Yes. And I think it's super interesting because when you talk to people, I think most of the people I've talked to about this subject are like, yes, actually the hardest part of my twenties was right before I turned 30. Um, and a Saturn return is not always bad, right? So, okay. So some things I wrote down about Saturn is Saturn causes a mini earthquake to your foundations. So what is strong gets stronger and what is not gets destroyed. (laughs) Um, And then you get to reevaluate how you want to rebuild it. And it's your choice whether you're going to rebuild it the same way you did before and repeat that that behavior, that pattern, that same cycle for the next 29 years. Or are you going to learn your lesson and um, adapt and be flexible when you rebuild whatever foundation is cracked mm-hmm. uh, by Saturn. Um, but it's also, like you said, too, we talked about Father Time. Yeah. Saturn is a super big influence of time and reminding you that time is not infinite. Um, no. And that you've completed what is like the first third of your life. And it's an important time, a time that I think is yeah, it's just super important to reflect back and think about what you want to do with the next 30 years, which is funny because I think Tim McGraw has a song called My Next 30 Years. Oh, really? Yeah, it's like a country song, and it's like, in my next 30 years, I'm going to have some fun, um, try to forget about all the crazy things I've done. <laughs> like, he talks about eating salads and not staying up so late, and right, like, mm-hmm. just looking at what you've done and then adapting, like, changing yeah. the things you don't like and um, amplifying the things that you did well. Um, but it's interesting because like the divorce rate peaks around 30. 
Mm-hmm. Um, people tend to change careers around 30. Like you've gone to school yeah. for something, you get out of college and you do it for eight years and you're like, oh my God, I hate this. <laughs> or you get distracted, you meet people and you get like on another, but a lot of career pivots happen at 30. Mm-hmm. Um, divorces, um, people have children a lot between 27 yep. and 30, whether accidentally or, or on purpose. Too. Yes. Yeah. Big kind of life decisions move. Moving um, into like a new country even. Yes. Or, going back yeah. to school, um, buying a home, like anything that is going – like Saturn is a long-term affectation, right? Long-term. This is not like Venus where it flies no. in and you're feeling super fucking horny and then it goes away and it's gone. <laughs> like – Saturn is the decisions you make during your Saturn return are going to affect you largely for the next 30 years. Oh yeah. Um, which I don't think is something to be afraid of. I think it's something to kind of embrace, um, because it's going to bring you like a clearer sense of purpose. Yeah. Um, and it's cool because the things that you've done well and that are working for you really, really show themselves. Amplify themselves. They really do. do. You get to really experience those. And, and I highly, highly recommend that if you are still in the beginning of your Saturn return and that you're listening to us, um, really take note of, of the things that are working in your life and the things that are not and live in the moment because, you know, if if this year has taught us anything, it's, it's that. Yeah. Well, and I was going to say, you're funny. We're watching each other and she's watching me to see if I'm going to talk. And then I'm watching (laughs) to see if she's going to talk. I know. What I was going to say is, I mean, here's the, here's the real deal is that we all have things that we lie to ourselves about. And that, I hate saying that because that sounds so dramatic, but I think it's true. I think there are things that we're like, oh yeah, well, I know that's a problem. I'm working on it. Uh You're really not working on it. It's like simmering on the back burner. And I think that Lauren and I previous, it's kind of interesting because Lauren and I met at the beginning of my Saturn return. Um, Mm -hmm. and so we've kind of been with each other through this and it's interesting, um, how we've changed through it, I think. Um, and uh, because there's a lot of growing up that has happened very much so and that's i think a bi- that's one of the biggest aspects of your first saturn return is the getting flung into adulthood being able to make your own decisions and stand by them and realize yes. what decisions need to be made right yeah. well and what you're ignoring that you shouldn't be yeah. I think <clears throat> we both have had, I mean, especially this year, right? This is because Saturn is conjunct with Jupiter. Everybody's feeling Saturn's love and affection this oh, year. And <sighs> let me tell you, it's right on my midhaven too. Yes. Which is important. the top of your chart. Remember we talked in our, our 12 houses episodes, but it's the most like public form in your in your chart right and so all of these things are coming at the forefront for me personally um even before saturn makes its way over to my little aquarius yeah i think Um, you got a a pretty good idea of what what you'll be working on mm -hmm. in your and we can talk about that a little bit if you want to um i think there's for me it was interesting because 
uh, like I said, my Saturn's at 2442 cap, right? And Mm -hmm. it returned in February. But (laughs) um, it went then backwards um, and is going to be returning again. (laughs) (laughs) And that happens, too. I mean, that's the whole... It wasn't over. My return wasn't over, essentially. The last time it passes through this point in your chart is going to be really the end of this kind of energy um, for for you if that happens, (laughs) like it did to me. And it's it's what you can do, you know, if you're listening and you don't know where your Saturn rests, Mm. you know, definitely do your chart and figure out where it is. Um, We've talked about how to do your chart, right, guys? You need your uh, time of birth, your birthplace, your birthday, which I hope you know. Yes, your time of birth is important. Call your mom. Uh, Call your dad. Call the county. It's important. Call the president. Call the president. Don't do that. Don't call the president. Um, Unless you have some good advice for him. He might need that. Um, But call and figure out your birth time because your birth time is important. If you don't have your your birth time, yeah. If you don't have your birth time and you're an impatient little bitch, just go and put in your birth date and it will show you which sign your Saturn lands in. But I think that the ruling house is also very important. But for now, go and look up your Saturn, see where it lies, and you'll be able to figure out when exactly your Saturn return starts. I don't remember exactly when my final return comes through, mm-hmm. but um, I would say that this this year is probably the bulk of my Saturn return, um, oh. and, and she has delivered. She's mm-hmm. delivered. Um, so let's dive in, yeah, like I said, to a little bit of the fuckery that can happen during your Saturn return and kind of the things that, the good things and the bad things. Lowell, I'll let you go first because you are, you're just approaching your Saturn return and we probably have a lot of listeners who are in that category. Um, yeah. So you've, you and I have been on this sort of astrology journey for a while now, for Definitely. a little over a year and, yeah. um, which is like no time at all, but, uh. We've learned a bit, and I mm-hmm. think we've always really joked about Saturn return as being, I mean, because we're both Capricorns, right? And <laughs> Saturn rules my chart, and mm-hmm. you and I are both really Capricorn-y. Um, yeah. And so we sort of anticipated this jokingly as being like a kind of tower moment, right, in our lives. Right. Everything's changed. Right. Uh, and we joke about it all the time, and we would we would say like, oh, God, Saturn returns, Saturn return. Saturn returns. So... <laughs> A year ago, when we learned about Saturn returns and what they were and how they were going to be approaching, like, what in your mind were you thinking you were going to be dealing with? Like, what came to your mind initially? For me, definitely friendships and my relationships with people outside of my family. Okay. Um, like I said, my, my Saturn is in Aquarius, and Aquarius rules friendships, hopes, and dreams. And I definitely am feeling like... I am stuck in a rut or not, not necessarily stuck in a rut, but most of the challenges in my life have to do with maintaining certain relationships and like pursuing my dreams. Mm -hmm. And of course, of course, 2020 hits and my career, as I thought it was almost becomes non-existent or not the same. You know, I'm an actor as is Kate. It's non-existent. You can say that. I don't think we yeah. need to be polite about it. We're not, no. no one's working. So yeah. Yeah. And because it's in my 11th house as well as in Aquarius, like those are just amplified. And 
the world is kind of about at least America's is going through like its own perpetual Saturn return with but you civil didn't know that movement. you didn't no, know I, that at the beginning so you no, were no. you were thinking what there would be some kind of reckoning with your relationships yeah I mean I went through a breakup a few years ago yeah. that was pretty hard I moved back in with my parents which was hard um, for I'm, you and I'm still living with my parents and finding like a sense of responsibility away from them is mm. my next, I know my next big step, but yeah. But when you moved, I remember when that all that happened, it was like bang, 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 like right, yeah. like a few months, like you ended this long-term relationship that was really pivotal in your life, right? Yeah. Like this is prime Saturn shadow return material. Yeah. Uh, because this was somebody in your life who was very important to you. For a mm-hmm. long time. I would say foundational, right? Yeah, like so, I was with for five years. That's a long-ass time. And that's in a such time. a formative time of your life, right? Your mid-early yeah. 20s. And right college, yeah. you you were so brave during that time. And you made a lot of sacrifices, I think, for your own mental health and self-care. And moving one back. of the – yeah, moving back in was one of those things. But, I, I mean – you ha- have you a- you haven't actually started your Saturn return yet, right? I believe because what I've read from different blogs and and like I I researched on the Astro Twins, I like them. Right. Yeah. Um, it's kind of like when Saturn moves into the sign in which your uh Saturn lies mm-hmm. is when you kind of really first start your Saturn return, and so. It was in Aquarius and then came back out. So once it starts in Aquarius again, so you're you're in it. Uh, not yet, dude. Not That's yet. That's the okay. whole thing. Okay. It's like it's rearing up, and I think what I'm going to be faced with is moving out of the house. Is you know trying to set up responsibilities on my own away from my parents, and yeah. Is that okay? So you've had something. <laughs> very Saturn-y happened to you recently. And I guess what I'm getting at is, was that something you ever anticipated happening? No. Okay. Right? Because, I mean, because the same thing sort of happened to me, right? You start Mm -hmm. your Saturn return, and you're like, okay, here's what I know about myself. I suck at this, I suck at this, I suck at this. Let's go. And then Saturn's basically like, well, you're so cute, you think you know, but you have no idea. Mm -hmm. Um, And that happened to you in a really big way. Really, really big way. So. Well, and that, which culminated, I think, ultimately in a massive act of self-care or self-love. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Right? So I'm going to get into it. I yeah. mean, I'm going to get down in the nitty-gritty. Yeah, maybe we should put a little trigger warning in here. Yeah, um, trigger warning. A tr- little trigger warning. We're going to um, talk about mental health, um, hospitals. So if that's something that makes you uncomfortable, definitely skip over this. So I, in the last few months, I had – two huge manic psychotic episodes that landed me in the hospital. Um, one for 24 hours. And then a few days later, another one for 10 days. And while I was in the hospital, I learned so much about myself and about my community and how I see people who are sick and I, how I see myself. Mm. And it was, it was life-changing, and it felt like this divine 
<laughs> it felt like Saturn put me through the ringer so that I would come face to face with my own mental health because I think there was something lacking in the help that I was receiving or the like you weren't getting what you needed I wasn't getting what I needed I wasn't and I don't think I knew how to ask for it mm -hmm. um and my brain chemistry was just so out of the loop right that it it <laughs> it really exploded and a lot of it, I think, had to do with metaphysical elements as well. Mm -hmm. But I'm still, I'm still so close to it. Like I've been out of the hospital now for about three or four weeks, it's and so every, new. it's very fresh. And to all my friends listening, you know, uh, I'm okay. <laughs> I'm definitely, I, I was very much taken care of while I was there. Mm -hmm. And I think it's because of the fact that I was able to finally ask for help mm -hmm. in a way that I knew how, um, my first manic episode happened at work, um, literally <laughs> in Barnes and Noble. You poor thing. It was, it was literally the most public and right on that, you know, <sighs> right on that mid Haven. Right. I, I heard music and I thought that I was bringing people into the second coming. And there was this, there's this reckoning of community. But was what was so interesting about it, you know, we talk about the Aquarius. Um, everybody that I came in contact was willing to help me. And I, if only I was willing to receive the help. Mm. Um, and it, in other words, me, people reacted really well in that situation oh yeah I was I was very it, like I said I don't know how to explain it uh, like from an outsider perspective so that day your mom called you're like my sister and so your mom called me to let me know what happened and of course it was kind of a, well not kind of it was a big deal we were all very worried about you and you've worked at Barnes and Noble for a long time almost five years yeah, yeah and in uh, November it'll be five years it was like you said a very public thing and we were I think concerned about what was going to transpire as far as your employment there. Mm -hmm. Um, and dude, your coworkers are amazing. They were just they really are. so worried about you. And like, that was their main priority. And I think they said to your dad, you know, Lauren's like our favorite and she's the best worker we have. Well, and, and it's so interesting because we created our own community while, while the store was closed. Um, we, became this kind of like COVID crew and, and we were messing or, or not messing, but reorganizing the store. So we all became very, very close. Sure. And I think in that time I was able to open up my vulnerability and kind of find my tribe at work and share myself in my own like authentic way. Right. Um, and, and that was right before your episode. Yeah, right. This was COVID like COVID started in March. You guys were closed. Lauren works at a Barnes and Noble in a mall. Yep. And they we were, were closed, closed for months. And I remember I could kind of feel this anxiety um, starting within my body. And it started at work. And whenever I would pick up the phone, I always thought somebody was going to ask me a question I wouldn't be able to answer. And I would feel silly. And, and I think all this pressure I put on myself, Capricorn. <laughs> which I never felt like my coworkers were ever judging me in any way or, or they, we became a family. We really did. We became a family. And so when I needed help, they were there. And yes, if that were. doesn't say like Aquarius, 
eleventh house. Well, and I think it speaks to how awesome you are, and and how when something happens like that to somebody that you care about, you want to help them, and yeah, that's what happened, and it was super moving. I think. Um, oh yeah, it it I could see tears in everyone's eyes, and mm-hmm. I, and it just felt like. I was finally getting the help that I needed, even though I didn't know how to verbalize it because my brain was in psychosis. And I was, so I was diagnosed bipolar, right? um, Bipolar one. um, And I, which you had, we had no inkling of that before you went. No, yeah, no, no. I just want to make that like super clear because I feel like that, I feel like that's a little Saturn returny. Oh yeah, because it just sort of came. I mean, there was a lead up to it, but really it's not like at any point ever in our relationship, I thought that you might have, you know, a diagnosable mental illness other than being anxious, like we all are depressed, right? Everybody I know is on an SSRI. So it wasn't, you know what I mean? Like we have that in common. Mm -hmm. So it was a little, yeah, it was a little like a reckoning. It was scary. Yeah, Yeah. it was. Yeah. But literally I got the freaking long end of the stick for sure in, in, the care I was able to receive. And I finally got on act uh, like, you know, state insurance. insurance. Yeah. Um, and was able to receive some of the help that I desperately needed and didn't know how to vocalize. So I think my brain, I think Saturn kind of like took over my brain there for a little bit. And- yeah. Well, and it's, I mean, if I can say this about you, I think you're somebody who I think people listening would agree you have this air about you that is a little bit carefree mm-hmm. and you're sort of someone who is also very grounded. So it, you're sort of the, I mean, you're my best boo. So yeah. I don't, but you're like, if I, if we weren't so close, you're sort of the last person I would feel like I needed to check up on mm-hmm. because of the way your I'm energy feels. Take, quote unquote, take care of myself. Right. Yeah. So it was, and even, I mean, I got to spend a lot of time with you while you're going through this and even then it's just interesting well how upended I kind of was for a little bit right and how it just made me realize what the the trauma of like what we've been through this year and Mm. how it can be so dangerous not that this is your fault at all but how it can be so dangerous to even sometimes unknowingly not take care of ourselves in the way we right. need. And sometimes you don't know what that is. No, you don't. And, and if you know, it's hard because I didn't have insurance. I kind of was self-medicating myself. You right. know, I was, I was smoking weed 24 seven because it was the only thing that made me happy. Right. And then I was on an SSRI and then to top it off the pandemic, it was just, I keep, I keep calling it like this big mess of Jenga Right. And my brain just couldn't. What was interesting, I if if I can share this, is Please. that when you when you were having this episode or, or what mm-hmm. have you, which I think really is what it was. Psychosis. Um, it was definitely psychosis. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, you sang a lot. I Oh, I sang so much and how I was singing musicals left and right girl and it was so fascinating because there are just some things in life that bring us joy like mm-hmm. regardless of yeah I would it was it was an interesting moment to and see it was, that I think it was way a way I could communicate because um, 
it was like a language of love. Yes. You know? and, and it's and something know... familiar that you know is good. Exactly. And yeah. I think I was trying to sing, you know, I was trying to sing songs that would bring people together or to before I was on the medication that I'm in on now, um, I still was having trouble effectively communicating my thoughts. I could mm. only say like I could only really sing them or or do like little monologues of right. text that I've learned over the years as an actor. Um, but I really music is the freaking love language. But it was cool to watch your brain soothe itself. Yeah. With that. And with music. Yeah, and it it really I mean this is like a, you know when when the pandemic started you put your instruments away. Like I, I did. I I had like this resentment towards music because I thought that, you know, I wouldn't be able to do any of it. I had no desire to because right. all the theaters I mean, were closed. I think probably a, a lot of people listening to this maybe not are are in the theater community and I I wonder sometimes and it's, you know, I don't know what a doctor does all day. I really don't. Um mm-hmm. I don't know what accountants do all day. I mean, I can guess at it, but I I wonder sometimes if 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 the general public or if people understand how all encompassing the uh, theater world is and how yeah. when we're working, we are working 12 to 16 hour days at the theater with the same people every day, all day. So Lauren yeah. and I just got done doing not, Oh my God, it's been a year. It's been a year. It's been a year. Uh, we did um, kinky boots, which is the Cindy Lauper musical that was on Broadway. And we got to do it. Um, it was the first regional production in Arizona. We got to do it at the Phoenix mm-hmm. theater company. Super fun. It was the second show we've gotten to do together. And the schedule for that is, is crazy. I mean, you're doing oh, yeah. eight shows a week. Um, Two on Saturday, was, sometimes two on working, Sunday. Yeah, I was working dur- at Barnes during that time too. Were, and weren't you in school? Yeah, mm-hmm. I was going. Yeah. I would go to school from six in the morning until what we start rehearsal at three, till like two yep. thirty, and then I would bust over across all the way across the city to Phoenix, and then we would have rehearsal from three until God only knows when, depending on what day yeah. it was, and then we'd be back at it again. Um, mm-hmm. And you create these like families with these people. Well, and... it's just it's so it is so I know I already said this, but it, it it's so all encompassing. Yeah. yeah, you can't there's mm-hmm. no there's no point at which you're really able to do much else. And everything you're mm-hmm. doing is serving the purpose of being able to go to the theater. I mean, I imagine yeah. it's very similar to what NFL players do. Or mm-hmm. people just in sports in general or any kind yeah. of discipline, instrumentalists. I mean, mm-hmm. you you have no option. You have no option to be anything but the best if you want to be able to work. And that yeah. requires almost your full attention. So going from that, and Lauren's been working. Lauren is incredibly talented in many different ways. Oh, and you. Oh, so are you. Well, you've got a such See, a, that's my my Capricorn can't take it. I know, that. neither can I. <laughs> but your uh, your skill set is so diverse because of that. And credit to you, yeah. you've worked, you've gotten to work a lot. So the the cool. severity, I guess, of literally waking up one morning and having people say, "Oh, actually, never mind." I mean, it there was no fade out. There was no, no. Um, right. It just happened immediately. And, and it's uh, well and. It's the same for you 
in mm-hmm. your experience in well, going that, to New York. I do. I think that really was the culmination of my Saturn return, which is funny because I flew through my Saturn return feeling like I was fine. You were on the top of the like you had er- like it was. Yeah, it was, it was a- everything that you kind of dreamed about. Oh hell yeah! It was a big effing roller coaster. Um, and unfortunately, at this very moment, I remain at the bottom. Um. <laughs> Um, but it did, it started out great. And I, I, like I said, when we learned about Saturn returns, I was starting mine. So I, I was scared and didn't have a lot of time to think about what it might be about. I've always struggled with my body image. So Mm -hmm. I thought that that might come into play. I've always struggled with, um, like my romantic relationships as far as like um, security goes. Um, Mm -hmm. so I, I thought that might come into play. That was about it. Yeah. That's, yeah, that was about it. I (laughs) tried to keep everything on the up and up so that I was dealing with things I needed to heal and all of this stuff. But the interesting thing about Saturn is that it it really comes up from behind you and Saturn knows your weakness. (laughs) Oh, so knows that Achilles heel. Oh my God. Even if you don't, I mean, my God, I, some girl told me during her Saturn return that she lost her laptop that she had like 10 years of like graphic design on during her Saturn return. Yeah. Like it Saturn's asking you to grapple with the things that you think you can't live without and really get clear on that. And that fucking happened to me. I mean, I, I came up here to go to college after giving up on musical theater. Somebody reached out to me, came up here to go to school Right. I'm halfway through my degree and I've never been cast in a show. Okay. Mm -hmm. I'm drowning, 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 drowning. This was 26, right? 27. Like Saturn. You, and then you like, uh, did a lot of attention to your body, right? Like, yeah, I did. I, yeah, I, we actually had a, uh, like I said, two years in school, I wasn't getting cast in anything. I was, that sucked. It sucked. And Mm -hmm. I was kind of doing anything I could to participate in any kind of theater. We had auditions for, uh, legally blonde, um, Mm -hmm. at school. And of course we sort of all knew who was going to be who already, but, um, I got it in my pretty little head that maybe I could be in it. Um, and, I went crazy uh, with my fitness and I got super in shape and um, I really, I started dancing more and I was really focused on role studying and I learned the show inside out. And real, real quick, what, what house is your Saturn? Oh, well, don't mean to sidebar, but it is important to know what house your Saturn is in because depending on whatever house it's in, it, it, you oh my know, God, I thought I was looking at my birth chart and I'm looking at today's planets. And I'm like, whoa, wait oh, a minute. Whoa. <laughs> like this is, something's very wrong here. I always thought it was a Capricorn and suddenly I'm a Libra. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's in my first house. Mm. Yeah, so first house, house of self, appearance. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that was what I worked on for my entire 27th year was what I looked like. Like and, who, well, and who you are as like, Yes, the as base a person. level of a human, and how I yeah. wanted to be seen by in the theater community. Mm-hmm. It was also when outside. when I developed uh, orthorexia, which is a eating disorder where you are so worried about the purity of what you're putting in your mouth that you won't eat. So, for example, Ooh. I like went healthy overboard. 
So if mm-hmm. there wasn't like raw food, I wouldn't eat. Um, and it got very unhealthy. Like to like yeah yeah, I would only eat like lettuce. I mean, re- oh, wow. really, actually, really, I got very thin. I was like only eating lettuce, but unhealthily. Yeah, that's yeah. It's an yeah. absolutely it's an eating disorder. It's called orthorexia, and I, I had no idea that was a thing. Um, but one day I went through this drive-through four times. I couldn't bring myself to order from the menu because I was so petrified about what was in it. Um, mm. and I called my mom and she's a nurse and she was like, Hey, that sounds like this. And so we dealt with that, but that was the beginning of my Saturn return. And then things got really great for me. They got really great for me kind of out of nowhere. Yeah. yeah. I started getting seen was what I felt like people started seeing me. I got my mm-hmm. first, um, my first gig in college ended up being, uh, the lead in a professional show, which I, which is where I met you. Right. So not mm-hmm. that long ago, fun home, um, fun home. I got to be medium Allison for those of you who know musical theater. Um, and it was, was a great show. It was fucking awesome, man. I got to make out with Lauren every night and um, <laughs> sing about uh, having sex with her in my underwear. And we got to tell this really amazing story about. It really, people together, it, it? it really does. I have a picture. I have a fucking magnet of us that you gave me. The picture on my fridge of us ki- no, that, mid kiss. That was one of the. One of, oh, did I give you that one? Cause oh, one no. The, uh... It was one of the kids in the show. Yeah. But I've got it on my fridge. So when I cook, I'm looking at me, grab your face. It's so weird because it's been years now. But we did it every night for like I know, I can't I can't believe we did that. Weeks I, more. I think of that sometimes and I'm like, it's uh, so cuz you're like a sis- you're like a sister to me now. I know. But you we know? Were, at, at one point we we were in love. And that was <laughs> I definitely thought for a minute there I was a lesbian. Um <laughs> talk about method acting but that was the beginning of my Saturn return and I th- I was th- fucking thriving I you were thriving that year I had lost all that weight I got cast in fun home and everybody was like how the fuck did you do that and I was like I don't fucking know I met some of the coolest people that year I met somebody who's become like one of my greatest friends and mentors Robbie and it, it just get Elise I just got to meet so many amazing people so many- great people yeah and you obviously who kind of opened the door to friendship for me because for a long time I had really shitty friends and you you showed me this was sort of one of the good things about my Saturn return actually that you I think ushered in is sort of this idea of that you can have good friends and that people can be loyal yeah because I had if you show your authentic self to people that yes that you'll be welcomed with love and not judgment you encouraged me to do that I think when we were first becoming friends you were really quick to call me out on me being inauthentic um yeah I well that's that's honestly I mean Aquarius moon that's one of my biggest pet peeves is when I can tell that people aren't being their authentic selves and I I don't ever want to judge that person but I always wonder I'm like what what happened that not quote unquote made a person this way, but right. I, you know, like what, what's causing this behavior? Because you would look at me and be like, you're, you're yeah. doing X, Y, Z. Why? Um, and it, and it encouraged me. Yeah. To be more of my authentic self, which led to more friendships along this, along these lines. But I mean, we were in the middle of fun home and I booked, um, newsies. I got to be Catherine and right. newsies, which has been a dream role of mine f- since I was in high school. Um, I got to do that every night, uh, which, 
hard for me Again, to talk about makes me want to cry yeah. yeah um yeah. just amazing and then uh while i was in the middle of that i got the news that i was going to be doing kinky boots in this role that uh when they had announced the season it was like my dream role i was like okay if there was one role i could be in the season that i really wanted to be it was this girl in kinky boots lauren and <laughs> the character's name is lauren i know that's weird yeah. <laughs> it was a problem when we were in rehearsal it was weird it was I played Lauren and it was amazing that I got that role because I it was just a dream and that was the beginning of the end because I was in my senior year of college and I was literally living my best life I mean when I think about it now it makes me sick to my stomach because I was Mm -hmm. so happy I had the best friends I was in the best program I was in great shape I was headed to do what I wanted to do we were raising money so that we could all go to New York and audition for agents and producers and Broadway and Mm -hmm. I was finally felt like I was stepping into like who I had always dreamt I was going to be. And things were, things were promising. And I, time went by and my, my my birthday happened. My fucking terrible birthday happened. And, (laughs) uh, in March I went to New York city and you might be thinking that that's weird. And I think we've talked about this on the pond before, so I I won't go briefly. Yeah. Super detailed, but I went to uh, New York City uh, on a trip from school uh, to do something called a showcase, which is where schools, colleges all over take their their little cohort of performers, and they go to New York, and they give mm-hmm. them an opportunity. And... What were you going to say? Yeah. No, no. I was just regretting letting you. Um, they're just to give us an opportunity to – get some networking, learn some stuff, see how things work in New York, because obviously we're and, in Arizona. And this was a big trip. You were planning on oh, this Oh, it was year such and, a big deal. I can't, yeah. I cannot for, stress you, that. It was a four year, four years in the making. I mean, we had... For you I, and your cohort. Yeah, for there's ten, like 10 or 11 of us. And we, for every day for nine months, I worked on the same three minute package. Every day for nine months. We had to put together a three minute package. So I had... One minute song, one minute song, one minute song. And you sort of had to string them together and make like a little package out of it. It had to be representative of everything you were. And I worked my fucking ass off for that. In fact, in in the in the vein of my Saturn being in the first house, before we went to New York City, they were like, we need to know who you are. Who are you? And as an actor, yeah. that's a really fucking shitty question to be asked because you want to you want to say, well, I'm, I'll be whoever you want me to be. Whoever, whoever you want. But they, they don't fucking want that. They want an influencer. They want somebody who's yeah, impactful. Who knows who they are. Right. And I let's be honest. Does anybody really know who they are? No. And at 28 years old, did I know? Absolutely fucking not. Um, but I, I grappled with that um, very seriously. In fact, I was the last one to finish all our projects about what they call brand, right? De- determining your brand. Um, I, I really really struggled in fact my mentor would say to me like dude you got to get this together and I just there was a huge block and I the whole time I was thinking man this is my Saturn return this is my Saturn return like obviously this is why I'm having a hard time getting ready for this and it was interesting because when we went to New York I think in my opinion I was the one with the strongest brand Um, because right Mm. before we went I had kind of a breakthrough and I was Mm. able to kind of see myself the way I wanted to be seen um, which is important when you're selling yourself as a product, right? And I, uh, 
I worked really hard at that, and I, I nailed it. In fact, when we went to New York, that was something that almost everyone mentioned was my brand and how strong it was. So we get to New York, and you're probably thinking, like, why the fuck did you go to New York when Rona was happening? But uh, you got to remember, one, I, I live in Arizona, and on March 7th, right before we were about to leave, it, the Rona was not a big deal still, okay? Was, the people were still calling it the China virus. I had literally been to a massive outdoor concert a week earlier. I was fine. Mm-hmm. Um, I, saw, I, was in a sh- I was in a little show you went to. Yeah, you were, in a sh- you were traveling around to schools. I was traveling around to schools, yeah, in um, February. And yeah. in, in, in performing for tons of kids. I mean, we were still very much – I mean, I was still going to school, right? And so we have this massive trip planned. We raised a ton of money for it. We worked our asses off. It was a big deal. You did. For... You were, your whole I, – I, from the outside, you guys were working so hard, and you in particular. I remember you had started – you know, we – talked about the millennial medium and, mm-hmm. and you created this millennial medium brand and yeah and, and I out a few episodes and... yes that's we, just before we started the podcast we were talking about how that is how this podcast came to be is that I sort of wanted to capitalize on what it was unique about me which is unapologetically the fact that I see dead people right mm-hmm. and Lauren has always been a huge supporter of that so that's actually where the podcast was birthed I mean that's mm-hmm. how we came to start you know get the impetus to actually put this down on paper as it were mm-hmm. um and so i you know when when this trip came around we they were just starting to put um quarantines uh, d- down in europe right france was being quarantined italy was being quarantined um but really nothing else was happening and and things were happening so fast but also very slow <laughs> so yeah. we had gotten permission from the dean of the school to go on this trip um, and a lot of other schools canceled their trip altogether. So we, yeah. we, we felt pretty fly. Um, we had a whole week planned the middle of the week. We were going to go audition for all these agencies and producers and what have you. And then at the end of the week, we were performing at this incredible club, um, called 54 below. We had just happened it's to land. Very famous. Oh, it's like awesome. Oh my God. New York. Yeah. Broadway people galore perform there. Um, and we had gotten a connection. We'd gotten a slot. We, we had, um, put together a whole show for this. Uh, like a whole hour show, you know, showcasing all of us. And we were stoked. Um, I went out and my grandparents spent like $500 on clothes for me, cute ass clothes, shoes, jumpsuits. I mean, I, I planned for this, cut my hair. We did the, I paid like a million dollars for headshots. We did, we did the whole thing and Mm -hmm. flew out to New York city on a plane, not even thinking twice. And I, we got there and it was, I mean, God, I have a video from that night that I made for myself. Um, actually before all this broke out and what I said to myself, I think I've showed it to you. Uh, what I said to myself was, Hey, you're going to work here someday. So don't give up. And no matter what happens, uh, don't be sad. And of course (laughs) me then had no idea that a pandemic was on the table, but, um, yeah, I, I actually have video of me in New York city on March 11th in times square. And I'm walking surrounded by people. Nobody's in a mask. And, uh, we went there and I had, we had a fantastic fucking time. Uh, and I got to audition for a bunch of great people. I got some great feedback. I went to my first agent meeting on, uh, on a Wednesday and, uh, they asked me what I wanted to do. I said, I wanted to go in and audition for uh, the show called Jagged Little Pills, uh, the Alanis Morissette musical on Broadway. And, uh, (laughs) they were like, we can totally do, do that. 
Uh, and I, to be honest, I don't really remember a lot of what happened uh, after I, this yeah. because it was literally it was... as though the world ended because I, I left the office and it's kind of funny because I was so happy that I thought I'll just walk back to the hotel. I, I'm not going to get a cab. I'm just so happy. I'm running on adrenaline in my head. I'm thinking I'm a New Yorker now. Like yeah. I'm a New Yorker. I'm going to walk. So I'm walking like not that far, like 20 blocks. Okay. And I call my mentor on the way and I'm telling him all about my meeting and how it went and what they offered me and all, all this nonsense. And uh, I get back to the hotel and we're having dinner and I get a phone call and they're like, hey, it's us. Um, so we just got a call that Broadway is closing. Uh, and so we're going to put your audition on hold because we can't with. Uh, clear conscience like promise you something that's not going to happen yeah so mm -hmm. let's put it on hold for this moment and maybe next week you can fly back out whatever like okay I was already devastated in this moment but I had no idea what that meant and so I yeah. I relayed to everyone oh my god Broadway's closing I mean we were literally probably amongst the first public the first to know I had just seen yeah. a Broadway show I just seen Town the night before um mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, it became this ghost town in New York City. I mean, it just yeah. emptied out. It, people were saying it was like they hadn't seen it that way since 9-11. I know. I don't know. I can't remember if you called me during that time or we were texting or something. But I remember you you were scared because it was like it was like all of a sudden, just like the energy in the entire state just went out. It was crazy. It was insane. Broadway. And people were crazy. Uh, crazy nervous and we I remember that night I think this was like the 13th or the 14th or the 15th somewhere in there we went to go get snacks and there was no food on the shelves and we were like what is going on in fact we thought that maybe we like maybe they were just restocking like we're we're not New Yorkers we I don't know right. like maybe and you didn't you weren't watching the news at the time. No, you were, we were you like were in our hotels. Exactly. We were still trying to see how much of the trip we could salvage. Um, and then the next night, our show at the club was canceled. And that's when we knew. Oh, it's so weird to talk about this. That's when we knew it was yeah. it was bad. And actually, that night, we went out and sang karaoke at several New York City bars and drank more than we had any business drinking. Um, really not knowing. Like a you know. And didn't you sing? You guys sang. Oh yeah, songs we went and sang all the songs and... that we were supposed to perform in this karaoke bar, like as a catharsis. I yeah. mean, completely reckless, but having no idea. Okay, because we didn't know. Um, and then very quickly, within 24 hours, it turned into like, okay, is Cuomo going to like? Do they have the ability to ground flights? Like Trump had mm -hmm. grounded flights very um, responsibly, I think, from Europe, right? Um, and. Uh, we were worried that they were going to uh, ground LaGuardia and JFK and that we wouldn't be able to leave. So what had started as this literal, I mean, just buffet of opportunity turned yeah. into like a war zone. Immense chaos. Yeah, this is just just crazy chaos. And um, I got on a plane. Uh, and I, on the way to the airport, it usually for anybody who's ever been to New York, it can take anywhere from like 45 minutes to four fucking hours to get from New York city to JFK. Um, but it took us like 20 minutes. Um, that's an exaggeration, but it was very fast. I got to JFK and 
this is a literal no hyperbole there was no one in the airport all of the like you know where usually the hostesses stand and they take your t- like you sign up for flights like they're in the front nobody was there there was one tsa officer working one wow, wow. one Jesus. i was the only person in security like i walked into the airport i was the only human i could see <laughs> and i was mm-hmm. like uh walked through security literally walked through security um yeah. got out on the other side all the shops are closed all the stores are closed um i see one other person with luggage uh, yeah. I got on a flight to come home and I quote unquote graduated from college. I never went back to school. Um, the last no. time that I was in that space where I created and made so many memories and thrived and learned about myself and grew, I wasn't able to say goodbye to that or the people. And it's very traumatic. The whole thing. So traumatic. And I, I really, the trauma kept growing because we didn't know when we came yeah. back what this was going to be. Right. So right. every time, you know, I, I'll never forget being in the pool with a bunch of my friends, <laughs> socially distanced and frozen closed on Broadway. And I remember thinking, wow, that's a big deal. And then Broadway closed, right? And then we thought Broadway would reopen. And every time something comes out, it's another. It's just another knife in right, the gut. Right. So, I, and that's for every artist. And, the, and I think that yeah. the, the pinpoint of my Saturn return is this moment where I'm finally getting what it is I, I want. And it's literally taken taken away taken away and, and not anyone's ripped out. fault but, no, <laughs> but it, it was but taken it's universal you know it's, it is it's out of your control it's it is that saturn coming in and like everything that you thought you knew is on its it's end. on its fucking it's on its head end. And that's like and it's all the things that i thought i would be dealing with got that would be bad got better um, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm still working on my body image, but my relationships, my friendships, I mean, it, throughout my Saturn return have, have really, they've been the guideposts <laughs> for mm-hmm. me to like grab onto when I literally feel like I'm drowning in this. And when you mm-hmm. said you were triggered <laughs> about music and, and you, mm-hmm. I remember you saying like, I'm putting all my instruments away. I mean, I just started singing last week. Yeah. Um, for the first time since March. And I, I mean, that may not sound crazy to most people who don't sing, but I've spent the last 15 years of my life singing for more than three hours a day. Yeah. So it's, and it's funny because in our situation and Lauren and I's situation, there's no option to sort of do it or do it from home mm-hmm. or there's, there's no option. And it's interesting because I think some people think that, um, acting is a hobby um, yeah. but it actually pays my bills. It paid my yeah. bills all through college. Um, I have friends of mine who pay their bills by being seasoned performers, a union, mm-hmm. like, part of a union. We, we have were on our, benefits. we were on our ways to, you know, we were both getting our card and our equity card, and yep. trying to, trying to make it. And then all of a sudden the entire essence of our career just poof, non-existent. Anyway. And it's, and there's no uh i mean broadway just announced that they're looking at coming back in next next fall next summer next fall yeah um and the interesting thing is who's going to be able to go back to this after it's such a juggling act anyway being an actor and and when once you put that ball down it's really hard to pick it back up again Mm -hmm. uh not impossible but really hard so 
you and know. there's like there are certain things that are happening like teleplays and and telemusicals and right. I just this technology bear I'm not a fan of technology I'm not a person who like enjoys talking over Skype I, I mean I, of course I've been doing it and Zoom has been like a freaking godsend right but I I need kind of like that that instant gratification of the audience um and it's so hard um right now to receive that you know yes yes yeah absolutely and it's oh it's hard so if you know an artist mm -hmm. hug him but hug i mean him. i think well, that kind of when you use <laughs> the word whip uh yeah that whipped me hard whipped yeah. me hard and now i'm at a place where i have to dig myself out of this grief hole mm -hmm. that i have dug for myself but i will say kate i think it you are starting your own business with your candles yeah and that is something that i don't think you ever thought you would be doing no it's cool and i mean right robbie told me he said you know this is going to inform everything you do when you go back um, and that's true, but it's, it's caused me to really, I, I, I've had times in my life before when the universe has said to me, Hey, is this really what you want? Uh, in regards to performing. In fact, many times I would say probably three or four times there's been pivotal moments, pivotal fucking moments in my life where basically I've been asked to choose one of two paths this mm -hmm. or not this and no yeah and no in between uh yeah and sort of because i felt like i had to a lot of times i i i left it behind and when mm -hmm. i had the opportunity to pick it up back up again i was hoping that that would be the last time that i would have to go to bat for what i love the most right. and the interesting thing is that <laughs> i was talking to a friend of mine today that you know when you have something that you love so dearly and that, that you have, sometimes I think my relationship with, with theater is pr and performing is probably maybe not the healthiest. And I think mm -hmm. that this has kind of brought that to light, but it's, it's so interesting when you're asked to, to reckon with what is important to you um, mm -hmm. because it, it brings to light other things that are and aren't important to you. Yeah. Um, and yeah. the, you know, the last six months I've really had every damn day to think about, is this what I want and what makes mm -hmm. me happy? Right. We think yeah. about what makes us happy and it, it, I've always known I wanted to do this mm -hmm. and it, it, I it, know that's always been something that I really, really revered within you or, or took stock of that you you always had this drive because this is what you want to do. It is. No and matter it, it's, what else came in your way. Yes. You... And embarrassingly so, I would say there's not one thing, except maybe my dog, that mm -hmm. I wouldn't give up in in sacrifice of that, which yeah. which is probably not healthy, which is probably what yeah. I'm, I'm being asked it's, to balance out. Yeah, that's Saturn, baby. It's Saturn. It's, the, it's karma, right? So if you're not ready for something, you guess what? But it, you're not it, getting it. It's not coming. It's it's gonna ha it's not gonna happen. Um and and the things I mean so you know well I think for you a lot of what Saturn is reiterating for you is take to take take care of yourself like you take care of your friends. Exactly. And I your community. Very, I'm I very I try to take care of others before myself and that's what Saturn is teaching me is that 
you know, if you can't love yourself, how the hell are you going to love somebody else? Yeah, or and if that's you can't take care of yourself. There's no coincidences in, you know, the fact that you are so uh in you vibe so much with RuPaul. And oh, yeah. that's sort of the whole thing, right? Of authenticity, but also boundaries and, and keeping boundaries. the parts of you that are sacred, sacred. And yep. um, I think that that's definitely something that I'm working on is boundaries and, and, and maybe even creating a drag character. Who knows? <laughs> well, and the sacredness of all parts of you and, yeah. and, and honoring, honoring all parts yeah. of you because that's, that's the karma, right? Is, is a lot mm -hmm. of times we think of, of karma as like, oh, the guy that cut me off is going to get his due. Mm -hmm. But a lot of times it's just balance. It's just bringing things yeah. back into balance. Um, and I think not that, everything is not everything is so like detrimental. There right. are little things that you got to work through. Yes. And like in, in my case, I was a neurotic mess for mm -hmm. from about September to March because I was mm -hmm. so petrified to go to New York. So yeah. petrified because it meant so much to me. Mm -hmm. And uh, literally the worst thing that could have happened that I literally. had never expected. Literally the worst thing. Literally. I mean, a pandemic. Are you fucking joking? No uh, one was you think, is that a joke? It. Everybody goes to showcase. Is that a joke? I was literally in Manhattan. Yeah. Manhattan. That, like, I don't live Times there. Square. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. It was crazy. So it's just, that's the Saturn return, though. I mean, that mm -hmm. that is asking you to really come to terms with what you've got going on. And, and what you're lacking. Yes, what you're lacking and where you can... Give yourself grace and, um, and forgiveness too. Yes, and I think too Saturn is a huge uh, proponent or purveyor of uh, you don't get to decide what happens, mm -hmm. um, and time there's, is not forever. There's there's this lack of control yes. that you need to you need to let go of that control because. If, if it's you hurting you. It's, gonna, it's, it's hurting gonna bite you. you in the ass. Because essentially yeah. what we think we're doing is we think that we're putting up bumpers to mm -hmm. keep ourselves from falling into the gutter. Really what we're yeah. doing is we're putting up bumpers and keeping ourselves from flowing into this beautiful amazingness. Yeah. <laughs> right? I like, know. Yes. Because as soon as you let go, like as soon as I, I finally said yeah, like I remember the first person when I was having my manic episode, I remember – distinctly her name was Vanessa and if you're out there listening Vanessa <laughs> I might never see you again but I remember just the kindness out of her heart this stranger when I was having my manic episode came up to me and was like do you need help I my daughter deals with anxiety and at that point I was very you know I was very panicked mm -hmm. I was you're having a manic delusion. psychotic episode yep I was and, and this person just like she offered her help and that was like the moment that I was like I need uh, yes I need help Vanessa please help me and she along with all the other people that helped me um but it was like that I felt like a switch in that moment where I finally was able to ask for the help that I needed um because it was staring me straight in the face it's so interesting too because that is the first moment and you will have to continue to do that yep mm -hmm. like that it's you know and and submit to being helped and it's hard you know as oh, I know. capricorn it's just, i know it's just girl i was especially, there uh, no girl. <laughs> girl i know girl i was you there know. girl i was feeding you ice cream girl i was there <laughs> i mean oh, and that's I the best people it's a it's a beautiful thing it's a beautiful thing when uh when somebody 
can ask for help. And, and the whole thing about community is sometimes we don't know how to help each other, but the, the being there sometimes is more helpful than anything else. Just the presence of another person Mm -hmm. sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think, you know, for those of you who are approaching your Saturn return or in your Saturn return or having your second Saturn return, I mean, second one yeah a lot of people listen to this right think right (laughs) if you're if you're out there out there out there um yeah i mean it's it's a cool tool right look astrology astrology doesn't make stuff happen okay aliza kelly says that if you don't know who that is it's spelled like A L I Z A Kelly K E L L Y Eliza Kelly. Amazing She's astrology. An ama- yeah, super amazing mainstream, super hip and happening. Very cos. I think she does it for Cosmo. Cosmo, right? yeah. Uh, she, yeah. I think she's like breaking away and doing her own stuff now. Maybe I don't know, but well, she's she's rich. Yeah, she's wrote a children's book on astrology too. She's, she's dope. She's got cards. She got all sorts of stuff. She's amazing, mm-hmm. and she always says, "Look, astrology doesn't make stuff happen." Okay, so you can't. It's not like you're gonna look at your chart and be like, "Oh." that's going to happen because this is here. Really, it's a reflection of the energy that we're dealing with. What happens is up to you. (laughs) Like, yes, Mercury retrograde happens. Okay, so double check that you don't lock your keys in your car and make sure you fill out your ballot with black ink. You know what I mean? Like, be smart about it. Don't use it as an excuse or, you know, for all the shitty things that are happening in your life. Now, that doesn't mean that big things that happen aren't a result of that energy, but it's going to translate different for everyone. So when you're experiencing this sort of traditional hard-on-you teacher, you know, old man who sees through your lies, like, type of energy, how do you react to that? And what in your life are you going to be – is Saturn going to say, hey, remember this? What are we doing with this? What Mm -hmm. are we doing with this? It's it's asking you to make a fucking decision – you know, yep. and that's and sometimes in the moment. Yes. You know. Yes. Yes. And, like and there Lauren, be a lot of ask for help. Scary, scary decisions that, I mean, that's just life. But, but it seems like during your Saturn return, it is at at close to the forefront as it could possibly be. Absolutely, and it and it's such a great tool. <laughs> like uh, Gwen Stefani has a as an album, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> about Saturn return and yeah, um. There's a play. I I was when I was researching this. There's a play, and it's it sounds very very interesting. It's like, yeah, it, it, it it's a it's a very it's a big deal. Goes through it. Yeah, you gotta you gotta be a grown up now. Hey, here's your sign. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like yeah. here here you go. Here this is. Yeah. And if you don't do this, you're gonna be suffering the consequences for the next however many years. And I mean, it's, yeah. it sounds like a threat, but really, it's up. To, it's all up to you. It's all up to you. Yeah. And if you approach it with an open mind and an air of responsibility, and like uh, Matt and I listened to this artist, he's amazing, Dave Bazan, and he has a song mm-hmm. uh, where he talks about you know clean up your shit so that other people don't have to. And maybe if yeah. we all clean up our shit we can all live together and be yeah you know what i mean yeah but if you're ignoring and that's what saturn's doing it's like 
it's like you're finally going through all the emails that you haven't opened because you're afraid of what they say. Like that, yeah. that is your Saturn return. Yep. You got to go through them emails, girl. Yeah. And, you know, uh, make peace with and let go of the things that aren't serving you. And that mm-hmm. is essentially what our goal is every day. Right. And all of these yeah. other things are coming in to help us do that and to bring to our attention places where we're exhibiting behaviors that are not in alignment with what we want or Mm -hmm. or what our highest good is whatever highest good yep right whatever that is for you whatever your highest vibrating energetic path is right if you are in misalignment with that you're gonna get you're gonna get a notice Mm -hmm. and it all i think it all does stem from love and compassion for sure yeah um not only for yourself but for others um but you got to take care of your first, your, yourself first. Yeah, so next time someone cuts you off in traffic, just ask yourself, are they going through their Saturn return? And, <laughs> and you know, show some compassion. <laughs> I love can, – can I just say how much I love watching reality TV? Because when whenever somebody's introduced oh. and it has their age down there oh, and girl. they're 28, I'm always so oh, quick girl. to say, okay, this person's going through their Saturn return. Let me see how it's playing out within, because Drag Race is one of the, one of the best. Um, moments. who's who's the one that had it real hard and they came back? Oh, Roxy. Andrews. Roxy. Roxy Andrews. If you're if Roxy you are Andrews. a Drag Race fan, um, which you fucking should be if you're listening to the Millennial Medium podcast. But, yeah. um, yeah, Roxy Andrews was on the show and then went through her Saturn return and then came back and was a completely fucking different person. Yeah. Um, which is really cool to watch. Um, so, you know, just be cognizant of that guys. Like the planets are a big fucking deal. And like when you think it's so funny to me when people are like, ah, astrology, it's like, well, okay. Do you believe in energy? Do you believe in science? Um, because the pull, the gravitational pull alone, right? Mm -hmm. Not like if we're just pretending that gravity is the only expression Mm -hmm. of energy, let's just go with that. But, um, if we do that alone, um, Mm -hmm. I've got a little, a little news flash for you. Um, All the planets have a pull on each other. Okay, they all affect one another. So that yeah. you can't really get away from the fact that you're being impacted by these, uh, what do you call Energy. them, celestial beings, right? Yeah. Um, and and so you know, however you interpret that is all up to you. But that is that's kind of the the lowdown on on Mr. Saturn Saturn return. Yeah. Um, and I, I think it's sort of apropos that we should be recording this now because when we first started, we're like, yeah, let's do this. Start a return oh episode. God, I'm so sad. So like everything in my so life bad. is like so hard. Oh, I think it's yeah. like a really oh. hard life. Oh. Like working every day, like with my best friends uh, and like going to school and like God. thriving. But like, oh my God, it sucks. And then sucks. 2020 happened. And, and I was like, oh, mm. oh, oh. uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's yeah. Oh, sure. That's funny anymore. Oh, we're okay. We're still. Yep. Yep. Oh, yep. Oh, yep. Ah, cool. 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 Um, tears running down your face. Right. Cool. Cool. So our condolences if you're also going through your Saturn return during this momentous time. Um, my soul would choose to have her Saturn return during 2020. Same. Jesus, Mary and Joseph. Help us all. Um, but I hope you enjoyed our uh, little Saturn return stories. Um, yeah, it was kind of it was kind of dark there for a little bit. It got a little but, dark, but look, we're thriving. I dyed my hair green. Fuck yes, you did, and it looks fantastic. Thank you. Like it looks like you. It's fun. You look like you. You know, you look like me. I look like me. I, I yeah. always wanted this green hair. <laughs> um, yeah. 
Uh, so yeah, that, but that's, that's what we got. Yeah, it's a little bit of vulnerability sharing. Mm, it feels yes. it kind of feels really good to share that. You know. Yes, it does. I mean, and look, we we try and keep it light here on the on the pod, but Saturn's not light. And and the cool no. thing about planets, guys, if if hopefully this whets your appetite, because I think for Lauren and I, the first planet we really realized had a return was Saturn, which is funny yeah. because you celebrate, like we said, your solar return every year. But um, mm-hmm. Saturn was really the first one where we were like, ooh. I get oh. it. So every single yeah. planet has a return. Now, good luck yeah. with Pluto because he returns yeah. like every 86 years. So you're probably going to see him very much. Um, yeah. But your Mars returns every two years. Your Venus returns all the effing time. Uh, and your moon returns every month. Um, mm-hmm. your Jupiter returns every 16 years. So you've got all, I think Neptune is like 28 or something. So, or no, it has to be more than that. Yeah, yeah, it has, has to be 30 something. But so that, look it up. Get it, get, dive in a little bit to to your return charts. I think we'll do a Mars return episode too because those get a little dicey as well. Oh, and and because I'm an Aries rising, I am very very sensitive to Mars, to Mars. transits. Yeah, and Mars actually right now as us recording this, it is literally closest to the Earth. My mom just shared this with me, and it might be wrong. I don't know, but Mars is as closest to the Earth as it's going to be in like. 15 or 16 years so. oh lord have mercy on us the planet of war like we yep. need that right now of but course. it returns she ret- he returns he re- it returns yes. they return yeah. uh, we return they return and we <laughs> will return for another episode yeah yeah um but thanks for joining well, us and uh happy happy saturn return when whenever it was happy and saturn um return. We love you, and uh, can't escape it. Yeah, no, you, you can't escape it. Let it, let us yeah. know what you we think of you little M and M's, little M and M's. That's what that's what we're gonna call that. you now. I hope you guys like that name. It's, oh, if you M&Ms. don't, it's really too bad because I think we've sort of decided on it. Um, yeah. but yeah. Uh, oh, you know what? Too, I think this is the first podcast where I can pimp the website. So we uh yeah. now are no longer uh operating just off of the Instagram. We have got a website going. It's www mmpsychic.com mm as in millennial medium you're welcome that we didn't make you spell it out um but you can find and, oh what well i was going to say you 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 always say we but but for the most part it is you baby boo well lauren likes to say that but here's the thing the the website is for the millennial medium company and the podcast is a a project of that. So yeah. yes, Lauren's right. The, the website houses also my shop where I sell readings and um, spirit candles and candles and hopefully very soon Lauren's artwork. Um, mm. And there's some links to the podcast. You can get reviews on there. We have some, I'm going to start doing blog posts. We have a blog post for every single one of the episodes or there will be eventually. So go check it out. www.mmpsychic.com or you can find us on the gram always. I'm always on the gram. You can message us. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts if that's your thing. But we love you. And check out because we might be doing some lives in the yes in the we are we are dabbling in Instagram lives um yeah. so at the underscore millennial underscore medium you can find us on with the same little logo that you see here you can find us on Instagram and I think we're gonna try and do Fridays but we'll see we might mix it up we'll do readings and just fun shit so if you like fun yeah. shit just be just be in our presence please. be be in <laughs> ourselves be in our presence what we'll be in ourselves bitches. <laughs> All right, we love you. We hope you're having great lives and um, great times. And uh, thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye.
I was so petrified for like the last 20 minutes that this wasn't recording. And I'm yeah. still scared to turn it off. I know. Click to turn off.